Hi, everybody. I'm Maya. And uh, I've called all my friends together because they're all my favorite people. And I miss having all my favorite people together. Plus, uh, being a comedian and being on multiple coasts uh, and never at the right time, I can never catch my favorite people uh, that I'd like to get together with. So I figured now that we're in Zoom culture, why not just do a show like that? So uh, I'd like to, uh, I guess, just start off with um, a moment of my crazy day. I, Pam was just talking about, Pamela was just talking about running in and dropping groceries. I'm, I'm convinced that I've lost my mind. Um, and I can't tell if it's the mask that is really screwing me up because I now I'm wearing a mask when I don't need to wear a mask. And then I'm wondering why I'm having a panic attack and I'm not having a panic attack. It's just that I can't breathe. So, um, and um, so then, so then I'm, I'm kind of torn in this, you know, I've actually, I have a lot of friends too that are calling me telling me now that we need to get tested LA for Corona and um, mm -hmm. I'm really sure about, yeah, are you doing, have you gotten your test yet, Mike? No, I'm going to, you have, like, I think if I was exposed, it would have been um, like two or three days ago. So they say, yeah. if you get it too early, you're going to get a negative, right? So you'll say, oh no, you're fine. But it takes five to six days, I've been reading, to like even show symptoms on a test. So you gotta, you gotta wait like a week after you think you could have got it. So if you don't know, you then it doesn't marinate. matter. You gotta, you gotta marinate. marinate. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta sit. You gotta let it stew. You gotta. Well, let me you know. let, let me introduce everybody. If you're just checking in, uh, I'm, I'm Maya. I'm a comedian. If you don't know me, um, and 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 to my left, which might be your left or my right, because I don't know Zoom, is Heather McConnell, one of my. Uh, best friends, producing partners, uh, writing partners. Also, she's a fabulous tap dancer. Uh, to my left or to my right. Again, that's Masavia on the other side. On, if I go this way, you'll see Masavia. Masavia is uh, producing this wonderful show uh, called My Favorite People, which has actually been a lot of fun. Masavia is a producer. Uh, he was a comedian. He's kind of our comedy therapist. No, I was never um, a comic. Let's get that straight. I was going to ask. I'll say, Mo, when, when did you do comedy? I never did comedy, my friend. Maya was is hilarious, Mo. She's I'm a spec. I'm a spectator. <laughs> <laughs> we have Mike George in the corner there. Mike George is a director, and he is a comedian who ran away from comedy probably around the same time I ran away from comedy. So, in our bond yeah. of what we couldn't stand, uh, we we Coming kind back. of bonded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then we have true. Pamela Green, who is who is one of my uh, comedy lifelong best friends from the old Uptown Comedy Club days. She protected me from the craziness. Pamela, say what's up. And we got our wonderful guest, our new person to, to torture, one of my favorite comedians and one of my favorite people, period, in the comedy circuit, because God knows this. It can be a little scary uh, with people. Yes, you, Wally Collins. Everybody, yay, Wally for joining Wally, Wally. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're talking about you, man. Uh, yeah, I'm finding that out right now. <laughs> so, how have you been? How have you been handling all this? Have you? Have you? Are you in New York through yeah. all of this? Yeah, is, through all of it. Through um, is all your family there? Or is, uh, no, is no, no. The wife and daughter here, but um, my family's all all over. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, quarantine life is very interesting. Um, I'm on my 337th time going to the refrigerator, looking for something <laughs> new, thinking that something's going to appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that little that piece of lasagna that I would have to Right. Oh, there it is. Thank you, refrigerator guy. <laughs> yeah, it's How much weight have you put on? 
Actually, <laughs> it was crazy. I gained weight, and then I realized how much weight I gained, so I lost weight. And um, so I, I gained a little bit, but so now I'm, I, I lost weight, actually. So um, that's – I don't want to come out of this thing, man, looking like, you know <laughs> – Exactly. I got I got a problem, you know. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what happened to Wally? <laughs> Wet and gravy, you know. <laughs> Is there anything positive that you but that's why my face looks super wide too. I'm trying to angle myself because I have put on so much weight. I I yeah. have uh, I have been that it's ridiculous. But um how how um how have you been handling it? Is there anything you've been doing that you that is different that you now that you're stuck at home that you've well, been um Yeah, I grew a beard. Um mm. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, yeah, I always So have I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was lighting. And, <laughs> You wait. Um, give me about half an hour. You're gonna see a little bit. My book. So my book is on uh, Amazon. So that's what I've been doing is um, getting my book out there. And it's a uh, great book, by the way, man. I, I really enjoyed it, brother. Tell yeah. us about your book. What's the name? What's it about? It's co- oh, funny you should ask that. Shameless <laughs> <laughs> plug. Can you hear that? It's called "You Never Know: Book of Encouragement." It's great. I enjoy it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, it's basically uh, encouraging people to go for their dreams, goals, and desires. And they're all encouragements. Um, They're all, there are 53 encouragements. And um, when I wrote this book, I have to be honest, I hate reading. So I said, if I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book the way that I would want to read a book. So what I did, I put all the words on the right side. So when you <laughs> They're worth waiting for you. And you don't know, have to look back and over there. You just look at right there and, and you move on. That's smart. That's, That's prejudice. I'm a lefty. I look to the left. <laughs> well, I'm left handed too, but my eye goes right to the, when I open the book up, it goes right to that page. And so, so yeah, so that's a book for people who don't like to read. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Well, um, it, it kind of encourages like my life because I, you know, I used to be an architect, you know, and I'm a musician, I'm a comedian, an actor, producer, writer, and all that. And I did it because my mom said to me, "You never know unless you try." So I crunched it all into one word: "You never know." And um, yeah, so we have um, different products. You know, we have wristbands, we have uh, T-shirts, and all that. And I do presentations too. And I did a couple presentations already through Zoom. Mm. And uh, so that's what I've been doing basically during this situation. And uh, then I'll probably go, you know, hopefully when this dies off whatever just go on tour like selling the book and uh, do more presentations wow i didn't know there was a, a comedy school in manhattan there's, I mean, there's tons of comedy schools in manhattan i i had no idea though you were teaching there I had no yeah idea. i was yeah i yeah. was teaching for a while yeah yeah i didn't know yeah, that yeah, Come um, on. well i'm actually wondering what what um what would be uh, like an example of some encouragement you'd share because uh, some people are going to be looking for some level of encouragement I'm looking for some level of encouragement right now. I'm feeling like, okay, right. I have. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's find one. Um, there's so many. I'm trying to find a short one. <laughs> and how did you come up with it? How did you come up with the section? Something that motivated you and you came up with it? With the, the book or the whole idea? No, like an, an, an encouragement piece. So you have one piece that you're in, one of the ones that you're going to share. Oh, oh. Um, well, it's, it's because I like playing poker and um, 
a friend of mine, we were playing, and a friend of mine said, you can't win them all. He, he went all in, and he lost it all. And um, he said, you can't win them all. And, and I was like, well, I guess you can't win them all, but um, you can't lose them all either, you know? And so <laughs> I, I did a, a, little, a little research, and um, it's a fact. Well, basically, this, that's what it says. This, that's what the uh, encouragement is, is that it's a fact. And um, it's a fact that you, um, you can win them all, but it's also a true fact that you can't lose them all. So if you go into understanding anything you want to try um, and, and get through whatever, just understand that it's, it's a proven fact that you cannot lose them all. So you're probably going to win this time. So if you're going with that attitude, you know what? I'm probably going to win. Chances are I'm going to win. Chances are you will win. So you never know. Mm -hmm. oh, I like that. that. I like that too. I, like that. Yeah. I, have, I have a lot of them. Um, certain person. What I love. Read a few more. Read a few more. We all <laughs> need it. So certain person, this is it right here. Certain person basically is saying, um, you ever, uh, uh, um, you know, you, you, you go through your day and if you go through like a routine a day, you always see that one person, a certain person, something at the bottom catches your attention. Um, you know, it's the way they dress, the way they speak, um, way they care of themselves, but something about them, it just, you know, it just catches your attention. And you see them every day, and after a while, you start to develop a story about them. You know, are they married? Do they have kids? What kind of lifestyle? Are they rich? Are they poor? You make, so basically, you're, you have this whole scenario, a whole biology or bio about this, um, about this person that you never met before. And you're like, with something about them? But I don't think people realize that someone sees you and thinks that about you. That they, some, you know, someone you have no idea who's looking at you, watching mm. you. Someone's watching yeah. you. You are that certain yeah. person for someone. So it yes. so, yeah. really makes sense for you to be the best that you can be because someone's watching you. Yes, so true. That's like true. That, that is that so is true. true. I like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Preach on. Preach on. We all need these. Just, we're going to yeah, get no. it. We're getting it. We're definitely getting it. I'm going to put We'll put the book at the end. You can send me the artwork and I'll do a, a whole thing on it. Because this, oh, I cool. didn't, you know, I, See, I love Wally because he's always been someone like so real to hang out with. That's just kept going through comedy, and even though you get discouraged, you've always how did you know? I mean, how you know? How have you kept well, Wally? It going? You're so super smart, which is incredible to me. Like uh, Rare for most people, like you're fucking ins insanely smart. Like you're you're um, you're, you're like a geek, okay. and a, you know. I, I mean, I've seen your pictures, Wally, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what amazed me about you, Wally, is what? the fact that you don't curse. Oh, yeah. And well, there are very few comics in the business that can make it without cursing. I think, I think all comics can make it without cursing. I, I just think... I, I don't know. I don't... Really? I, don't I think it's just I a matter of seasoning. That. I look at cursing as seasoning. And if you start out writing uh, a joke clean, and then season it with a curse here and there, I think that'll make you a stronger comic and a, and a, and a, and a stronger writer. Um, some the younger comics, you know, they fall into that trap of you know letting the punchline be a curse, you know, f bombage, whatever. And people people laugh, and you, comics know this. People kind of laugh because it probably makes them uncomfortable, or you know, it's kind of like taboo, whatever. And the young comics kind of think, well, okay, I wrote a joke, but. Sometimes you may have to do TV or do a clean set. And they say, do a clean set. And you're like, oh, I, I don't have anything clean. So if you get in the habit, if you get in the habit of writing clean, and like right. I said, season it with, uh, you know, curses here and there, 
Pryor did it. Pryor, and you know, I think Pryor's a perfect example of, of that. He started off clean. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he started, he started off, off clean. clean. But then, you know, I mean, if you look, you listen to Pryor's act, he can, you know, he can rip it without without, without one curse word. You know, he's done right. that. He's been on, you know, on TV and like doing his act, whatever. You know, clean but still funny. So yeah, it, it can be done. It can be done. But in my case, I promised my parents I wouldn't do that. My Christian mother, my <laughs> father. That's that's basically the reason why I, I I stopped cursing. When I started out, I was the bluest and dirtiest comic out there. And uh, one day they wanted to see my act, and it was just filth. It was horrible. It was and, filthy. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? It was it was it was dirty jokes, and there were terrible corny jokes too. You know, when I look back. <laughs> <laughs> you know and um oh, i'll tell you what i said uh i said nah, i don't do this joke anymore but this when i started out so give me that all right so i said for halloween i'm gonna wear blue and go as a bruise <laughs> oh black and blue <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, i'm telling you they're horrible i'm, telling you they're horrible. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out i'm like oh okay yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so basically, I just made that promise. I was a bruise. And it was no, a I mean, on, honestly, you you and Sinbad are the only comics that I've ever seen that can rock a show clean. Like I remember seeing Sinbad rock a show, and I was like, I'm not gonna like this guy. I remember going to see him, and I'm like, I'm not gonna like him because he doesn't curse and he's not dirty and like, oh, motherfucker. I'm a f-. He, but his. His deliveries and his fucking just everything was just yeah. I was I was blown away. So I was like, wow, mm. I can't believe he pulled this off. And I don't know why it's such a big deal to me, but I've never seen many comics have a clean set. And mm. I just haven't seen it. And it's like it's a it's like a rare form of comedy to me. Yeah, I believe mm. it can be done though. I think all comics can do it. it yeah. It's funny when I, I was opening for Sinbad for a bit and um he would just say, go on and do whatever, because everyone first told me there was going to be all these parameters. And then it became, you know, he would just say, well, just, just, do, just do what you got to do. I don't really care. But, and, and so I found myself, though, the more I worked with him, you know, I wanted to prove that I could be a clean comic. But like I said, he didn't care. A couple times that I swore, I actually got emails from, like, the old ladies that would come <laughs> see him. And, I, and it was like, it, it was always like, who's email, who's got an email with Jesus Christ in it? You know, it's like Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. And I was like, what is this Christian thing? And it was like, I went to see Sinbad. You know why I went to see him? Because I don't like all that cussing and you can do better than that. You're awfully intelligent. And I was like, all right, forget it. And I, ended up, I ended up finding something eventually that can replace the rhythm. Because I think like, you know, sometimes you hang with comedians and you get lured to be... Um, like them just because mm. you enjoy them and yeah. i think even with with negativity i remember you know when i first met you ollie too it's the same thing when i first met you you know you were always you, you'd be clean you were professional you weren't you weren't crazy you know and so but then you're I a deviant behind closed doors you know yeah well no I, yeah well yeah i've heard about that <laughs> <laughs> fucking bill cosby behind closed not me stop no. Not that bad. Wow. Not that bad. No, not that no, bad. He always bad. gives you an out. He always gives you an out. <laughs> yes. Cheers. Cheers. Not in the pudding. <laughs> so, Mike, with with um, comedy, how are uh, how are you with uh, swearing? With swearing? Feel, yeah. 
I think it's exactly, I think Wally said it great. I mean, when you're over, when you're swearing because you're trying to uh, put an exclamation point on it, if there's no, you know, like when there's no joke there, so you're like, I'll just say fuck five times. It just, it, it feels so hollow. So I think when you put like sprinkle it on or you reference it that way, that's really good. Which also means I think if it's just sprinkled on, to your point, if you have to do a TV set or you have to do something that you're, you're just trying to find a different word for it. But I definitely don't, I think swearing's fine. I, I just think you don't want to feel like you're, you know, overusing it or you're trying to, you're trying to use it instead of a joke. Like you can be cheap so easy. So yeah, that's sort of my two cents on that for sure. It's the first thing you do for sure. When you're starting out, you're like, but you know, you try everything. You try the you always see new comics. First, they play a dumb guy. Like the, for a lot of guys, they'll do the dumb character. They're sort of stupid. Do you know what I mean? And then they'll go, ah, that didn't work. And then they'll try like the angry guy. And then they'll try like, there's like different characters. And you watch them go, yeah, here we're going through the dumb guy phase. And there's going to be like, you know, this sort of loopy dude who doesn't quite get it. And he's doing material. And, you know, so, I mean, you know, it's just, it's an, hopefully you outgrow that shit and you actually have something to say. Right. right. Yeah. That's Well, I mean, you guys, I mean, when when this is all over, you're gonna have. Are you gonna have to rework everything? Like, are you guys gonna have to come up with a whole new? I mean, with all this drama going on right now, I mean, is it going to force you to rework what you're doing? Well, speaking for me, I don't think so. But I mean, I will talk on it. But you know, what's really interesting is that um, you know when uh, when there's a certain thing going on in this country. It seems like all the comics are talking about it. And, after, and, and you know, I think some comics don't understand that if you're like the third or fourth, fifth comic talking about that same subject, <laughs> people are going to yeah. be like, oh, God. And sometimes <laughs> it's a, a bit of fresh air or it's a relief when you're talking about you know, whatever, like, you know, right. life or, or, you know, going to the beach, you know, whatever, something other than that. And, um, and it, it, yeah, there's going to be tons of people talking about you know, the, the, the protests and the, the virus and, and all that. And, and I think we all have our jokes about that, you know, one or two jokes about that. But, you know, there's, there's other things going on in our world. And so we want, you know, we want to talk about that. Yeah. It'll get well-worn territory. You're so right. You'll go into a club and be like, someone else going, what are they doing with all the toilet paper? Why all the toilet paper? You know, like there's, you're going to hear that 700 different yeah. ways of people yeah. saying, is there like a, you know, something we don't know, you know, just going to be like, Oh good. Uh, you know, there'll be a million people talking about the same thing over and over. And you know what? And every comic thinks that his joke is the best one. <laughs> yeah. No, you yes. know what? A lot of, a lot of guys are going to talk about, there's going to be a ton of like, I had nothing to do masturbation jokes. I'm not even kidding. I mean, it'll be 1 million. I was alone in my apartment. I didn't know what else to do jokes. There'll just be one. Some, someone's going to have how far they went. They went. They, they, were yep. they fell unconscious from it. They had to go to the hospital from so much. You know, like, there's going to be a bunch of these masters. Like, I, I'm not talking the cream of the top, top, top. Yeah, there'll be like, you know, there's going to be a lot, a lot of that. And then a lot of the relationship jokes. I mean, I haven't really thought about this, but a lot of like being stuck inside with my wife for this mm-hmm. or, or my husband for one more day. So there's going to be one million. And then yeah. anyone with kids is going to go on about the kids. <laughs> I never wanted to kill a child until, you know, there's going to be that. <laughs> Which is going to be really funny, but you're right. Like the ninth person, you're going to be like, I don't really, like, I don't give a shit. And you're talking about something else. <laughs> That's what totally right there. Yeah, there How do you guys feel there. about politics right now? 
What's your take Great. on politics? <laughs> I. What if I did? I think we're doing. No, yeah, I. Uh, I mean, that's that's a swift turn. Uh, I, I, terrible. Yeah. When you guys go on the road, though, when you go into different places, do you alter your material based on the audience? Like, if you're in Pennsylvania and and fucking Gettysburg, where it is like. I mean, do you have to change it up or do you stick to that controversial subject? I always have to change because every time everybody looks at me, everybody thinks I'm one of them. I always have, it's always like a surprise, surprise. I mean, there's, there's I know, shows Maya, I've you had. Get away. You can get away with shit, boy, I tell you. But no, but I go into places and it's like <laughs> Duck Dynasty um, is like the fashion line and these guys are in Confederate hats. They're like, I would have never known you fooled me. And then, and then I'm trying to like explain family without them screaming. And it's, 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 it's like I've, I've actually left clubs and like had black folks pissed off at me and I've left clubs and the next day like white folks are all pissed off at me. Like the same venue, like the 8 o'clock to the 10 o'clock show. I'm like, Everyone's mad. Really? So it's like, so I've learned to just kind of always like read who's coming in and like, what are you going to say to this group? And then you can kind of go into where you want to go. That's how that is for me. It's a great question though. Is it, do you stick to your, you know, I was listening to, I forget who the comic was now, but they were saying no matter what they stick to their set. It's like, this is going to be a shitty night, but we're going to do it. <laughs> and they just plow through. And I, I know guys I, that do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, they don't even read the crowd. <laughs> no, they don't care either. Like some guys right. are like, I just, this is it. So you, this is what you signed up for, whether you like it or not. That's brutal. Just, That's brutal though. Yeah, that take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. I'm fucking doing my set. I don't give a fuck what it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can heckle all you want. I'm doing this set. Yeah, here we go. Fucking check, and it's over. It's gonna be a rough hour. (laughs) (laughs) But we're gonna gonna do it. The Sinbad, I go. Sinbad would like I come in with notes. Like I want to go, and he would just would not let me for one second mentally prepare. And so it was really, you know, it kind of got me out of my head, you know, cause well, stopping comedy for a long time, put me a lot in my head where I'm overthinking it. And I'm an overthinker anyway, but I didn't realize what it's like to get back in the zone, but he would just not let you. And he did every single show different. Every show was different. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a famous improviser, right? Like, I mean, he oh, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he would do yeah. two, he'd do two hours and they're flagging. Like he's pushing two and two and a half and people it's been cold outside and people are lined up for the next show. And he's still going. And the thing is, all the comedians we all came up with, like of all the greatest comedians that are out there now, um, I've never like been almost like I couldn't stand up. But because Sinbad would make me stand on stage and just goof with him, but he would just sit there and I would just kind of co-sign it. But he kept me on stage. I I would do shows where I'd have to like sit down because I'm like I'm gonna be dizzy or pass out for the next show. People are doubled over for two and a half hours. Yeah, but it helps. Does it help? It helps you though. Get rid of your fear, right? In some ways. Oh so? yeah, you know it's 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 always you. You guys have always been. It's just that's why I love talking with all of you because everyone here, uh, Mike's in, in, is new um, to my group, but all of and even with him, it's just been. Uh, you know, you feel a little uncomfortable about walking a little bit farther than you would on stage, or and everyone mm. here has just been a support to go all the way oh, out. grease me up a little more Maya please grease it up a little more <laughs> no I used to cry before I go on and you would be like why are you crying just get back on stage I'm like no you saw the worst 
I think all I, the only people who've seen the worst is like you and Pam. Pam, Pam, and, and the two of you have seen me go through like hell and comedy. But everybody, yeah. So I'm not gracing you up. I'm thanking you. I'm just like thank you. I'm like Maya, please don't jump. Don't jump. It's not worth it. Don't jump. Heather's <laughs> <laughs> a tap dancer, so she's sitting here quiet, but. Um, but you know, Wally's a, a drummer and jazz musician and jazz. Oh, and really? So much. Yeah. yeah I mean, this guy can do everything. He's like a renaissance man. This fucking architect, guy. architect too. Yeah. Wow. Shit. I'm jealous, man. Why are you jealous? Just give me one of those talents. God damn. <laughs> can you play a trumpet? Yeah, I, I used to play, but I can't play now. That's true. He used to be a comic too. He's just. We're just gonna have no, to drag I, him back. I don't know about that one. <laughs> You're a funny guy. He's a nine. He said, no, I was never a comic. Trust me, I wasn't. <laughs> I like Do you think music helps your, does music, did music help you advance in comedy at all? Do you think that having some sense of musicianship? You know, it's interesting. Um, I only have, I can only truly say that I have one favorite comic. It's Franklin Ajay. And I really didn't understand. Oh, Franklin Ajay, yes, man. Yeah. 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 And I really didn't understand or get why, but I just liked him. And um, I remember, this is like maybe maybe 10 years ago. He I played clarinet, like, right, Wally? Yeah, he played clarinet, yeah. right. And he's a big jazz head. And mm. um, so when I was growing up in comedy, I, just, I, I, liked, I liked his style a lot, you know. And um, about 10 years ago, maybe more than that, uh, Ted Alexandro, comedian, comic, and a musician, by the way, piano player. I didn't um, know that. Yeah. Um, he Great. came over to me after my set. And he goes, you know what? You have like a pacing, like a, like a jazz pacing rhythm to your, to your set. That I, and he like watched it. And then I, I recorded myself after that. And I, and I see that I, I did. I kind of had, I have like a, like a melody. I mean, like a, a, a verse, a, a, a bridge, and then a chorus. And then I would, it, it was, it always, Every bit was like that. Like I had, like my setups and punchlines were like the verse, the bridge, the chorus, and and I was like, wow, or the hook, mm. and I'm like, oh wow, I didn't realize that. And then I real, and then I looked. I was watching Franklin, and I was like, oh, he's doing that. He's doing like you know a jazz, a jazz kind of rhythm, jazz kind of pace. So I didn't realize that. Yeah. So when I when I'm on that stage, I am doing uh, um, like a, a jazz set. You know, so um, yeah, we were talking about that the other night. The the rhythm of comics, like the mm -hmm. you have a natural rhythm where you know timing. Yeah, and um, and, and, you, and it's really interesting because after you do it for a while, you you start to see you know the rhythm in every comic. You know, um, yeah. every comic has their, has their has their own pace. Yeah, and it's and like and yeah, you kind of get you, you do away with all the, the jokes and laughter, whatever. But then, like you break it down, like technically. It's really like almost like scientifically. It's it's really interesting how you see their pacing and you know, you know when the punchline's coming. You kind of know, all right, this is the setup. And it's like you know he may do like he's gonna he's gonna tag it here. You know you know it because you, you you just watch that pace. You watch that you know that that rhythm of it. And people don't. I think it's subconscious. People don't understand that or see that. But when you watch it enough times, you, you're like, okay, you know. Mm. And I drive my wife crazy sometimes because we're watching a comic. I may say the punchline or say, all right, blah blah blah. She's like, can you please not be a comic and enjoy? It? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> do you do that in movies too? Do you do that? Do you do that in movies where you lean over to your wife and go, "So he's dead. He's gonna die. That's gonna happen in like two seconds." See, I told you. 
you, you want to do you do that too? You want yeah, to? Oh yeah, that? hell yeah! No, I, I slip out. Actually, yeah. she's oh, so she's worse at that because mm -hmm. we um when we uh, watch a movie like we watch a Netflix, a two hour movie lasts four hours because she she pauses. Oh, he pauses. I do that. <laughs> Me and your wife should hang out. And, 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 and like, commentary questions. Yeah, commentary questions and opinions about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do that too. <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, look at those drapes. We should get those drapes for our living room. Or, oh, she's doing design. What are they eating? That looks delicious. That's pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's how we watch our movies. Funny. Damn, that's a nice car. I wish we could get one of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What are they? What is that? A Lexus? Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Does your Chris, your cousin Chris, have a car like that? Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> Who's your yeah. favorite uh, jazz uh, musician that you think you are probably most influenced by? Me? Yeah. That's that's a hard question because um, it's I like anyone who's doing it well. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, same thing with comics because we you know we're such a brand loving society culture that people will stick to one brand and buy that brand like Dawn Dishwasher. Mm. They'll buy Dawn mm. no matter it's ten dollars a bottle or eleven dollars, even though you can get the store book, the store brand, which costs half that amount, but people will still stick to that brand. So they have that kind of brand loyalty. So and I think sometimes it's a detriment to the detriment. But when I watch stand up or watch jazz, I, I go to the ones who are doing it well, you know? And mm. like jazz mm, now, I like that, man. I like that. But it, you know, like jazz now, I'm in this group called Snarky Puppy. Um they're they're a forty piece <laughs> jazz rock funk fusion band and 40 40 piece wow um, yeah and then um then like, i got into this like neo soul this, this group called um a moon child and they sound like a combination of erica badu jill scott little lauren hill and the three white kids from california so it's like yeah <laughs> so i'll turn you on to it my i'll turn you on to it. but that's what i'm saying it's like you know so if you close your eyes and it and it, and it moves you you know, that's, that's what I kind of lean towards, you know. There's Entian uh, uh, Charles, a uh, um, trumpet player from, um, from Trinidad. Killer, killer um, uh, um, trumpet player, musician. But he, but he does it well, you know, and I can listen to yeah. that. And, you know, so yeah, so it's, it's hard to say that one that I... That I, that I, I like that expression, who, who does it well. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah, I like that expression. I, I, I feel that way about when I go see, when I look at comedy today. Yeah. yeah. Um, who's doing it well. You know? Do you see a lot of people doing it well? I mean, when you're out there watching, like when, when you see, do you think comedy's growing for, from what you're seeing? Who, me or Mo? Well, I was talking to Mo, but either one of you guys. No, yeah. well, I mean, from, my, from, a, from a spectator and a guy who, who's been behind the scenes watching comedy, I, I, I don't like it today. I'm going to be honest mm. with you. Um, yeah. I, I feel like it's... It's uh, call me old school. I just feel like guys can just feel like they can do five minutes on YouTube and they're officially a comic. <laughs> yes, that's and, yes. and so I I find that annoying. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of guys don't they haven't lived life and experienced things and mm -hmm. they come up with these five minute firecracker sets and I'm like get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, and, and so it's hard for me. I'm 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 being judgmental. I might be, you know, call me a stickler, but 
that's I'm just not happy with the comics today. You know what's really funny you say that because I mean I left for a long time and was not in the scene at all. And I remember doing comedy like when I was touring and like say 15 years ago and you go, I'm a comic. People go, how do you get up there? Oh, I could never do it. I feel like now when you go, I'm a comic, half the people go, yeah, me too. Like they could be like working, you could be returning something at Target and they're like, well, yeah, I'm, a comic. I'm here right now, but I'm a comic. Like everybody's like, you're like you're, I think it's because social media, everyone's like, well, whatever. So like, and the venues that used to be, really hard to f get stage time like really like you had to fight and now it's like there's all these rooms where people i mean in la you can pay five bucks and get up anywhere and there's tons of them <laughs> bringer like, shows my friend bring bringer, bringer show. shows well the big thing here is bring like, 10 is people well that, that that's been around but the new thing is like that fourth wall like where you you pay five bucks and like anybody can like you just and it's just it's a business now like people start actual businesses where it's just these open mic rooms and it's just comics like waiting to go on, looking at their phone. It, I, I just, I just don't know if it's more beneficial than just doing it with a brush in the mirror, but I don't know. But I mean, I, I you know, but um, yeah, it's, it's a different world. Like it's such a different world. Well, LA is, LA is so hard. It's, it's just, I have never, even the main rooms, I sometimes have a hard time. Like I can walk through the main rooms at all the rooms at the, um, the comedy store and, and just walk by and go Patrice O'Neill. <clears throat> Jim oh Miller. my God. Oh my God. Yes. Dave yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, I mean, like I can literally walk by and know exactly who yes. they're doing and it's, and yes. there's no care because, what, because yes. if, if you reward yeah. people with, um, because you have certain social media numbers and you reward people with that, as opposed to rewarding them by paying dues, then it's, a, it's, a, it really is okay to steal because it doesn't really mm. matter matters is is you know and, and what cracks me up is i'm so excited that the news reported all these white influencers doing blackface oh, <laughs> because yeah. it makes oh, such a statement that. oh it makes yeah. it just a statement of like okay so these are influencers this is who you listen to you don't want to listen to artists because because they don't have enough social media numbers and social mm -hmm. media presence and it's going to backfire because eventually you can't do it but it, there comes a point of um, protecting the art and and protecting even artists thinking because if you if you put us in a point where you know when you were used to train as an artist i'd say like you were saying mike like 15 years ago it was about how do you become mindless how do you not get in your head and how mm. can you um be in a state of mindlessness when you have to take a selfie because your mindless state doesn't matter unless somebody on social media sees it and how many numbers you get. So it's like, right. and now I finally hit the moment and then it's like, okay, now I'm going to, now I'm going to try to relive this moment. It's, it's like you're in this, it, it, it's completely um, dismantling of, of art, I believe. And I yeah. think it's hard yeah. enough when it's you. Social media has <clears throat> definitely done that. And I think that, well, I can speak for New York that these, these comedy clubs and bookers or gatekeepers or whatever are getting hip to it because like people who have those big numbers, you know, they're yes. like, oh, they get the butts in the seats, but then it's like, okay, yeah. entertain them. And you know, they can only go maybe five, seven minutes. Five, five minutes. Yeah. yeah. And then it, then it's like, Ooh, cause there've been times, <laughs> no, there've been times when yeah. I went in there and they would say to me, I go, oh, don't be crazy. They go, save the show. Save the show. <laughs> save the show. Please go up now. Now, now, now I got I'm having dinner. I don't show. care. You oh, know? can you come I, I, early, Wally? Can you come early? Yeah. Oh, yes. 
I get, I would get a text message. Where are you? Uh, mm. <laughs> I feel like it's that way, especially even, even, you know, it's funny because you think about how those things can kill the art because people spend yeah. all this money. You think about how much money they spend at the door and the two drink minimum, how much money they're spending to go to these comedy clubs. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's almost like, you know, we were, there was also a discussion we were discussing um, the other day with Heather was on with uh, some dancers from Noise Funk um, doing, a, doing a chat. And, you know, you're talking about uh, what, you know, things that have really not helped the art form of tap as well. Like anything that's inauthentic, that is like kind of butchered things, it seems like a fad and then people let it go and people who don't really, who don't really respect it as an art are actually mm. really kill the art form. And, you know, comedy is at, a, is at a place right now that, you know, we can, that, we, you know, is it going to be, is it going to be hurting us? But it, it, wasn't that something that you were talking about, Heather, that you guys had that discussion on? Well, I think with tap, it's, I mean, I, yeah, on some elements, it's the same. I mean, tap gets, gets brutalized because it's gets whitewashed and, and the roots of it get ignored. And, um, and then it gets, it gets softened and fluffed up. I guess for the public, I think in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and then the people who, who, and then you've got all these people doing it maybe, or, you know, a group of people doing it who don't understand the history of it or that it really is creating music and that, that you should be, that you're supposed to be a musician. Like that's in such a crucial, important part to it. Mm, um, that's cool. And they have no, they just, it's not even in their thought process. Yeah, um, right. but they can get on social media and do five seconds of it and oh yeah whatever and get someone to notice them and people go and with tap people you can do anything and people are like oh it's yeah. cool um and it could be really nothing at all like you're saying nothing at all and people get i it. can attest I yeah can it's complicated first of all tap heather dancing and I, is heather complicated and I, no, I, I, Heather and I do, we do the, we do a show at the improv and um, it's really funny cause she'll do this. Like really, I, I literally, I'm just a goofball tap dancer, but Heather's really in, in the world. Like she's deep in the hoofer world with like, you know, uh, you're a pimp, huh? Heather. Huh? <laughs> Hoofers? Have you heard of Hoofers? Oh, oh, oh Hoofers. Hoofers. Yeah. She's with, she, like, she's, you know, so, so she's yeah, part of that world. world. We go on stage. Yeah, hooker, <laughs> not hooker. Hooker, not hooker at all. Yeah. Um, well, we'll yeah, go on stage. Let's Forget the tap dancing. Heather, what? <laughs> but then you go into a comedy club, and it's funny because I'll, like, jump up there and do two steps and wave my arms, and they're like, oh. I'm like, I just, that's just like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know, just do, like, I'm doing this and, like, moving my feet around. And they're like, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> they have no, you know, you just make a, you know, it's, it's a whole nother. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother ball game. I mean, have you seen that documentary on Sammy Davis Jr.? No. Mm -mm. It's on Netflix. It's fucking amazing. Really? What's it called? Uh, it's about Sammy Davis and his his career, and I didn't know he was such a talented tap dancer. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? And yeah. I, I had yeah. I, I'm ignorant. Yeah. Call me ignorant. I felt so oh stupid. Yeah. I had no idea this man's contribution. I, I just child. yeah, he's That's fucking so phenomenal. He oh yeah. Is, yeah, he's a phenom, yeah. and um, but it deals with the whole race thing and what he dealt with. But I mean his ability to say you know what i believe in something i'm gonna go for it right. 
period. I don't yeah. give a shit. I mean, even from being a Jew, uh, converting to Judaism, I, I was like, he had his reasons and he fucking committed to it. But whatever he did, he jumped in full heartedly. Like, I just, I actually, I have a new found respect for uh wow Sammy yes yeah yeah man he, he did yeah he yeah. was amazing and amongst all that you know he was you know in the uh, the brat pack you know yeah where, you know what yeah. them real races do dean martin was, <laughs> no you know man I mean? and yeah. was yeah and and this dude you know was on that stage probably only chip in the cookie you know yeah. on, mm-hmm. on that stage with, yeah. you know all white folks whatever and just kind of like just you know, hey, that's it's me. I'm Sammy. You know, so yeah. Um, he he, he crossed some lines, bro. The story, yeah. is, is that the did he do the story about him when he um after he kisses Nixon and yes, yes, and the black people turned on what him. Is, yes, what yes, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> you guys like what happened? Yes. <laughs> that was I, whoa, man. It was like yeah. to the black audience, yep. they yeah, they lost. They got upset about that. And yep. he, but he stood up though. He said, yeah. "No one." And the way he is, did it, the way yeah. he, did it, he was at, um, I, I think it was, um, I forgot what it was like, Ebony Magazine or some kind of concert that was basically yes. was a black audience, and they like, introduced him, and everyone mind. booed him, and yes. they, they said to him, "You know, you shouldn't go out there," and he goes, "No, I have to go out there." Yeah, I have to go out there. And this dude saying, "I gotta be me," and. And they, they fucking stood up. He yes. won them over. Um, he won them over. Yes. That is so powerful to me. So powerful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Not many people can do that, man. No, you not know? I not many. Shit, I don't know any. <laughs> well, Muhammad Ali is another one. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. There, there, yeah. there are there are a few that, you know, who who basically um, kind of like gave up their career for Colin Kaepernick. You yeah. know, I, I give him so much respect right now. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it depends on, you know, what side of history you want to be on. And this dude stuck to his guns and now he's a hero. Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. And I mean, look, they're doing exactly what he was doing and they gave him shit for it. People yeah. turned their backs on him. I mean, damn. I know, man. Wow. Well, the craziest thing was uh, like yesterday, me and Pam were up on the phone in the middle of the night and somebody had some post that said, oh, the Jets took him. And I'm, I'm so excited and I'm posting and she's posting and then somebody's like, no, that's fake news. And I'm like, how are you going to do that? Uh, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. We had to go through all of our social. Pam was pissed. I'm going back to moving everything from people. Like, you didn't move the text from me this morning. Yeah, I damn sure did. <laughs> I bet you he will be picked up, though. I bet you he's going to be picked up. I hope so. I bet so. you he will oh, be picked that's, that's I, not, I think it's a question of who, you know, which team's going to pick him up. He's definitely going to get picked up. But, yeah. you know, the ones now, now he's a hero. Two years right. ago, he was this yeah. jackass. He was this. this I know, he man. Was, he took he a beating, bro. He, he was this big old stain. Yeah. Yes, and exactly. he was a young man to do he it. Did not young. Change. Young, yeah. too. And yeah, did not, man. Did not change his stance, did not alter in any way. But all no, you right. The world change. Oh, Come on. No, the, yeah, yeah. Now I'm inspired. Thanks. While you're doing it again, this is another. I'm inspired now. <laughs> Are you inspired now by this conversation? Like things can change and shift. Yeah. All right. There we go. There's the book. You never know. You never know. You, you never know. You have people come up to you and be like, uh, "You, you not know how to pronounce." You never know. Yeah, all the time. I have, I have t-shirts. Oh, I should, I should have worn mine. Um, 
you have t-shirts and people like them on the subway, whatever, they kind of look at it like, and they're trying to figure it out. They, they think it's either uh, um, Japanese, uh, <laughs> Hebrew. Yeah, Hebrew. Yeah, Hebrew. Um, and I go, no, it's, you never know. And they're like, oh. And it's, it's usually a conversation starter. You go, what is that? And then I just tell them about the company. So. That's cool. Yeah. But I, I, I remember reading in some of the lines, because I read the book a while back. And, but I remember one was not making excuses you know, and looking back and saying, I, or regrets. No regrets, right. The book, yeah, the regrets. Thing is about no regrets, right. Yeah, yeah. And it just, it, it stuck to me. So mm. it, it really profoundly stuck to me because, you know, you, you have to jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to jump in. Don't make excuses later and say, well, I should have. Yeah, they rejected me, and that's how I'm feeling now. I'm feeling like I have to go full throttle. Right, this is it. You know, and that's that's the feeling I feel at this age now. I should have been feeling this way a long time ago, but I'm taking it as it is. But it's this is yeah. It's all in our own time, though. We can't, you know, you know what you never the whole you never know state of mind says is that you never um, having regret is like weighing ashes. You're trying to put value on something that's gone. And right. it, it makes no sense to, you know, to try to like, oh, why didn't I do that? Whatever. You, don't do that. You know what? This is a new chapter. Now make, go from there. Right. No, and it's, it's very addictive, though, isn't it? To be able to go, uh, oh, this had just happened. Or if this only yes. happened a month earlier. Yep. Or if I, if I was just stronger in that moment. Yep. And it, it's very, it's sort of like for a second it's cathartic or something like you feel like ah oh. yeah yeah and, but it's so bad for you it's so oh, it is. Yeah. unhealthy and it's so that's great that that's in your in your book i mean i think yeah. that's a really um, super important message you yeah. should read it um, so it's a quick read too it's like oh, well, yeah. it's only it yeah it's, it only looks like it's a thick book but it's only half a <laughs> it's no i mean it's quick right <laughs> 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 i already read i've already read half of it I've already read the entire left half of that book. So you read the right chapter. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. That's it. Yeah, I'll, get, I'll get your book. Is it on Amazon? Yeah. Sure. Well, what I'm doing, I'm, um, it is, it's on the, uh, the uh, ebook, uh, Kindle. What I'm doing right now on Amazon, um, um, I had a publisher. And we had our falling out, whatever. So I'm re, re uh, what do you call it? Re-editing the uh, the cover now. So, but um, if you want, just give me address. I'll send it. Send send you a copy. I, I know a dude. You got a guy. I rather. I got a guy. Uh, I know somebody. I know somebody. I'd rather pay for it, but I, okay. No, I'll pay. I, but yeah, I, I'd no, rather. No, a, hey, I got I got Venmo. <laughs> okay, good. That's all. As long as that's it, I don't want you. To, I, I'm not looking for. Spe- I'm not looking for special treatment. I'm not looking for special treatment. <laughs> then just you well, got to sign it. You, yeah, yeah, I'll sign it too. There you go. Yeah, yeah you got to be signed. Right. Well, you gotta yeah, sign I got to sign copy. Though, okay. Yeah. Yes. Say, fam. Sign mine for the left side. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Great. I mean, so that's been. I'm just inspired and I'm just feeling good because I, I, it's been a long time, I think of finding even myself people to be around that are constantly working on themselves and like supporting and looking to, you know, looking outside of their own, um, uh, you know, 
selves. So that's the only way you grow. I, you I, have to. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only way you grow. It's like gotta get You're uncomfortable. Human. You're human. You know, yeah. uh, and and it's show business. It's show business. You you know, as all of you know, it's a it's it's a lot of fake people. Mm. It's a, it, it's 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 a it dream is. that some of us chase, and rarely do you meet real people who can live every their everyday lives and also separate the two and be mm-hmm. human and be kind and be decent and at the same time still thrive in this business. That is yeah. very, mm-hmm. that's very, you know. it's, it's tricky. It's really yeah. yeah. Well said. Yeah. You should run for office, Mo. That's very, you could do it. <laughs> right? Like, doesn't it sound like, no, yeah, no. I can see you on the pulpit. <laughs> or whatever, whatever yeah, that thing is they stand in front of it. Man. My father was so a that, preacher, okay. man. I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, they run for politics since he was a preacher. So that's then you what can I just, meant. You know. I, instead, of, I said pulpit, but I meant the whatever. The, what is that thing you stand near the uh, podium? Podium. There you go. <laughs> and the, the Lord podium. Said. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, some, all right. In, in closing, guys. Oh, we're closing. Always, soon, in a few minutes. Okay. Okay. In a few minutes. I'm, I'm having uh, a good time. Are you having a good time, Wally? You're enjoying I'm yourself. Not, yeah. This. Is, let me tell you something. This is the most exciting thing I've done all month. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> he has to stop a minute. Wait a minute. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I really did. Back. I was like, wait, I haven't done, no, done that. Haven't done, no, no. Yeah, by probably in a month. Yeah, I feel so. like, good, Don't good go. Cause if, yeah, we're not going because the show's too short and Pam still is like, not even, like she said she was going right, to make the call. Take right, off her hair. I didn't sweat. You know, and I came in here, I was rushing to get in here. I dropped my coffee. You know, I dropped my pitcher of water all over the floor. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I can't find my car keys. Can't find my house keys. And I'm like, it's seven o'clock. I'm like, okay. Pam, are you in LA too? No, I'm in New York. Can you are hear you that what? accent? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Brooklyn no, all but day, I, I, bro. I, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were in New York all this time. I didn't know you were in New York. Tough, right? I can't get rid of it. I no, I know you have a New York accent, it. but I'm I love it too. But I, I didn't know you were, I thought you were in LA as well as uh, Maya and Heather and uh, Mike. I didn't know nope. that you were uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Pam. Pam was pretty amazing. She she was doing comedy. Tracy Morgan encouraged her to go over too. She did like what was it? Manhattan proper. And then she went yeah. over. To Uptown, oh, that was tough, was, boy. You get oh, those proper, clubs. My first time yeah. on stage, I was like this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tracy said, "Yo, I like your style. Never change. I didn't curse. I never curse. He said, I like your style. Don't change. Go uptown. Tell him I sent you. Go see Jameek. Trace, go I'm see, Tracy um, Moore again. Yeah, I'm Tracy Moore again. You my baby mama. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, and then when I met Pam, they were like abusing me up at the club. So Pam oh was my, like, <laughs> "You don't even know how I met Maya. I was like, don't." Down, down, I was a down. street kid all the way. <laughs> and I mean, how with all these, I can't even go there, but yo, I couldn't understand it. Like, are oh, you stupid? What are you doing? Yo, get off of her. Don't touch her. Leave her alone. My, everybody was after you, Maya. I couldn't even lose yeah, these her. Guys, I these, yeah, yeah, no, these guys, I went through it like crazy in the he beginning. You went through it with them. They gave her a hard time. Wow. They gave me such a hard time. And Pam, and Pam was so funny because, in fact, Pam came with me to my, she was there at the Apollo when they tried to boom me off the Apollo. And and then and and I and I had a good set. I yelled, "Shut the hell up!" And they shut up. And I had a great set. It was like one of the best sets. But Pam was there, wow. and all these and Rich wow. and Rich Pierre Louis, little Rich Lewis, 
Rich was in the audience. Rich, Rich, Rich is Lewis, like, I remember. Yeah, remember Rich? So <laughs> yes. yeah. So they're screaming and the audience is it was the worst night ever. It was like the worst night. Everybody was fighting up at the show. And so then Pam Pam was, it there was crazy. Me, everybody was, was fighting backstage. It was like pandemonium. Tracy used to wear a propeller hat, right? Didn't he wear yes. like a hat with, a, <laughs> uh, with the umbrella on top? Yep. Yeah. And the then he got mad at me because I was doing Famika. So I had like the Famika character and he has propeller. He was like, You can't be doing that. And then he got hey, Wally, you like, oh, were with oh, Barry at that time, right, Wally? Um, council says that I don't talk about that. Oh, okay. Whoa. No, that's, but that's when I met you, but that's when I met you because I remember right. Barry, Barry had that killer, like you, it was like you, Wanda Sykes, Tracy Morgan, but it was like a whole like uh Ar- arsenal but i mean of course he had a bad it's a bad ending to it but i just remember <laughs> he had an arsenal dead. of a, a slew of just talent he that unbelievable yeah. man you <laughs> can find talent like nobody <laughs> can find man. <laughs> i used to do i wrote a bit once i had to go do i had to go do an audition i fired barry hey man <laughs> yeah he's very very upset i ended up writing a bit about Jesus and his manager, just around Barry, because I was like, "Guy comes into my office, been in the profit business three years, wants to be the Messiah. When I got fifty profits on my roster, everybody wants to be the Messiah." I'm like, "What am I going to do? Weddings for the rest of my life? Come on, man! Come on!" Exactly. He calls me the devil. I'm like, you know, I get him booked on the mouth. You know, I, I get good. them on them. Yeah, I'm serious. Mm. I got them that booked on them out when go up. All I, all I had to do was one personal appearance. So, you know, I just open with the Lord's Prayer of the Beatitudes to get the hell out of there. Let's not make a sermon out of it. You know how preachy you can get. <laughs> you know, I was like, you know, the next day I got him, a, his agent Judith gets him a holding deal for a Pontius pilot. You think, you think the Apollo's tough? They crucify the guy. <laughs> it's a three-page article in the New Testament. They're talking about him making a comeback, man, but I don't see. Wow. <laughs> hey, guys, does anybody bet. know where Reggie McFadden is? He's, he's digging gold somewhere in <laughs> Central America. We just, we just Reggie about McFadden, that. wow. About a month, you know, a month ago, back before. And so, uh, this is a BC before COVID. Um, we were uh, we were thinking that he's probably either in Africa or someplace in the south. Um, they, people thinking that he's 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 gone. He's he lost it. Really, he lost it. Yeah. Last time I saw him, he said he had go- uh, found a gold mine. Oh, me too. In- so that's me too. In, in South America, he was taking investors. We, yeah. We, yeah, he was taking investors. <laughs> wow! Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. He was funny, man. Oh he was God. one of the most talented dudes out there oh, in the beginning. Yeah. Wow, oh, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Was well, he? We'll tell you who. We'll tell you about a guy who was talented and and, and never got the love that he deserved. He just passed oh, away from Freddie Mitchell. Freddie Mitchell, welfare Fred. Welfare Fred. Welfare Fred used to have used to have the hackiest jokes. He come and he would just do this like on stage, and everyone would boo him off. He was he yep. was a, a, a Spartan Jew, big guy. His father fought Cassius Clay, and he would come up to the Uptown Com- Comedy Club 
um, and try to do the workshop. And one day he just talked about how miserable his life was, about he had a rat that living in his house that died of cancer. He only knew people by their shoes because he lived in the basement. And so yeah, like, he was like, one family. Every shoe that came by the door, it was, oh, he was fantastic. You know, we would cry. And then Freddie, would, Freddie didn't want to be, like he didn't want to speak negatives. So Freddie would go out and he would, but he was funny though, because he was the only guy when you were bombing, because it would be, I would get booed off the stage almost every night and we'd go running out of the clubs and Freddie would reenact your set like in slow motion of how you got booed off. He'd be like, yo, you went into the joke like this and the audience was like, oh, and he'd do this whole thing and you'd be crying, but you want, you want a quick comedy, he'd make you cry. That's how funny, funny Freddie was. And then 20 wow. years later, we all find out that he was the guy that did all the, he was a famous graffiti artist that did like all the trains and- Oh, that's right, that's right. His, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He was so wow. talented, but he he could not tap into that misery. But that misery was him, one hundred percent. That was his calling, but he could not do it. Mm. Wow. 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 When I met him, I was new recovery. I was first time comic, new recovery, fish out of water, trying to walk with the right shoe on the left foot and vice versa. You know what to do. He helped me out so much. Wow. Wow. So much. Yeah. There's, there's Man, that's so sad. There are so many comedians like that that you know that we all know who yeah. like, listen, you know, we we didn't see them as inspirations or that those staples that for some reason got you to the next level. Uh, Master Lee. Remember Master Lee? Oh my god. Master Lee. Yeah. Wow. You know, wow, and- you yeah. <laughs> I'm going to light this torch. Yes, Master Lee. Yes, you know, and you know, it, it, the list goes on and on and on of like comics that I don't want to say we took for granted, but we just thought they're you know just, just Master comics. Lee didn't die though. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. Kind of became a head. Damn, what? Right, damn, you scared the shit. Damn, Master <laughs> Lee don't <laughs> die. Yeah, it's scary, right? But though, actually, um, Pam stopped doing comedy um, many years ago. And she she wanted to raise her daughter, the, without the drama of going in and out of of the clubs. And she was you know totally you know was working and and so she did like the right thing. Her daughter is fabulous, just fabulous, gorgeous house, beautiful baby, you know. And so it's like Pam, I'm like trying to get Pam to just she's got to get back into comedy. And that's why I'm excited about having just this where we can all talk, you know. And, She's so far away from me, but like I, even with Mike, I'm excited to ha- like have meet somebody who cares about art, um, the art of comedy that is uh, that gets it um, on this coast because the, uh, this coast is is kind of it's kind of crazy too, you know. Mm. Unless you- I know the oh, first thanks. time I went to LA, man, I did not like it uh, when I went with Dave. And uh, I actually went with Dave, and it was Tasha Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember Tasha, Tasha oh, yeah. Smith and this it was with Barry so when they first signed something and he uh, he had a deal but I went out there and I would just remember David Edwards I don't know if y'all remember yeah. David Edwards yeah and, I have police reports on him and he <laughs> he he made my trip to LA a nightmare um, I remember he was on in Living Color and uh, he was, and he got a living new car. Dave Edwards, yeah. living color. Edwards wasn't on in living second, color, was he? For a second, for a second. You didn't see how quick it was. 
But what yeah. it was, he couldn't read the cue cards. So oh, they wow. let him go. He couldn't read the, uh, what do you know, the, uh, what do you call it when you... The prompter? The, yeah, yeah. Prompt. yeah. He, he, couldn't, re- he couldn't read it. Too. He couldn't read it. He got dropped. Oh, wow. From my living color, yeah. You know how you, yeah, he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So they let mm-hmm. him go, but he burned bridges, you know. But I really? remember- Really? Dave Edwards? Shock. Yeah, he- He, <laughs> 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 if, he geez, if you don't remember bridges. Dave Edwards, he was in uh, the Kid and Play movie. He was Stinky in the Kid and Play movie. Right, He was right. a kid guy on the real world that tried to pull the blanket off the girl. She accused him of rape. I mean, he was going to blow up. Yeah. He was going to blow up. And you know who helped him, Dave. He, but Dave helped him get there. But oh, yeah. he fu- he fucked it up, and he was so nasty to people. I mean, I, I just I, I never forget that trip to LA. He made it a nightmare for everybody. But I remember we were in the car, and he would blast his music so loud, and we would say, "Dave, can you turn the music down? Do you mind?" Fuck no, I ain't turning shit down. You want to get out? Walk, motherfucker. And I remember that whole trip, I wanted to slap the shit out. <laughs> like, I just remember how brutal he was. And I just, I, I'm like, so every time I think about L.A., I think about that trip. Oh, God. How old was he then? Oh, shit. Like 24, 25, maybe. Yeah, kind of makes 20, sense. Yeah, 23 or something like that. Yeah, Because no, you don't realize, you don't yeah. realize. Yeah. Oh, he's, was he still? Well, some people are just assholes. No, I, I filed a police report on him, but it was oh, kind for of, real? you know. Yeah, I actually have a wonderful joke inspired by David <laughs> Edwards. Where I said, sexual assault, there's nothing funnier about sexual assault unless it's done by a short guy. The moment was treacherous, but those, those uh, security cameras were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that out loud. I have no problem. David Edwards, I hope you're watching. So, <laughs> David Edwards is a menace, but he was little. Wally, you avoided There was only a lot so of much of a menace he could be. It was only so much of a... Remember Tony Carboni went to the club to beat him up. Well, yeah, he slapped Tony and tried to, and he ran. Oh, Tony chased him around the Boston Comedy Club, and uh, and David Edwards was running through the tables and run, oh, jumping Jesus. over shit. Tony Benny was Hill music, Oh, he was running all. It was hilarious. He was running all over the club. You know, like comedy can can dra- can trauma in a normal business situation be considered hilarious? Like, because yeah. <laughs> it really was hilarious back then. It was. It was. It was. Uh, but that was, like I said, that joke is trying to get Edwards out of an apartment. It's like, adios, that's it, I'm gone. Just remember in the Bible, the Bible says the whole should enter into the kingdom before the righteous. So I'm like, get out of my apartment. Somebody come. Well, you know why he lost his mind, though? You, so I could write a book on comics, right? Because I know every secret. But Ooh, he, t- he, did, he did He did too like many mushrooms. Like <laughs> too many mushrooms? He did a lot of, really? He did a lot of mushrooms. Uh, so he was just an asshole, and and no, he would, no, he took a lot of like mood drug. altering drugs. He did a lot of mood altering drugs, and so I think it affected his 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 like his okay, mind. Okay, let's yeah. let's let's be real. What about in high school? Wasn't he, oh, he was an asshole then. But oh, so he's, he's just an asshole. asshole. <laughs> you know, from high school. <laughs> I thought maybe I see. I don't know who he is, but I thought you were saying that's why I said how old was he because. You know, you get you, you start to get some success. It goes to your head. You start to feel but it made it worse. It amplifies you. I think you're gonna always <clears> be <throat> who you are. And and while you can say, I mean, you've been the same for you know in this business. But right. I think if you if you're fucked up, it's gonna amplify 
Uh, yeah, it brings out the brings out the Cosby did a joke about that. Cosby used to say yeah. that, you know, with yeah. cocaine yeah. it it uh, it it what is it intensifies. What it used? It intensifies, intensifies your personality. Yeah, but what if you're yeah. an asshole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heather's been completely quiet, Heather. Heather, what's going on? I'm baby? sorry. I no, I'm just listening to you guys. Yeah. She said, I'm mommy, sorry. Why are you, you sorry? You remind me of my ex wife. How? Oh, sorry. Oh, that sounds like, that that like a setup. I know, a right? <laughs> you remind me of my ex wife. I got ready for it. And? Damn. We, I, all, I thought I was we all got quiet. Like, go ahead and tell me. That's all right. Yeah, That's okay. I'll leave it to the comics. Fuck it then. <laughs> <laughs> Wally, you've got to, you got to, um, Heather is really like phenomenal. When you're doing some jazz, we got to come down and maybe she can uh, tap with you because she's, she's really. In, in the world of, of have you guys working with a nice funk um, guy. Oh, you're, you're, you're in LA though, right? Because I love jazz. Yeah. I love jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, 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 there are or were or will be um, a couple of jazz places that you would, you would love. There's um, a place in, um, in Broadway in Manhattan called uh, Cleopatra's Needle where they, um, they do a lot of like open mics. And um, you got, that'd be great. Cleopatra's like, Needle. Like in the 70s on the west side? Yeah. Wow. I think I've oh, really? From oh, I have to come before. and check that out, man. Yeah. It's been there a yeah. long time. Yeah, it's been there a while, yeah. 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 I still have my pocket trumpet. Your pocket trumpet? Pocket that little, yeah, like, trumpet? like a Don Cherry, you know, Don Cherry's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pocket. Yeah, I have. I still have mine. All right. Yeah, it's well, cool. Get you a regular Impressive. trumpet so you can put your pocket trumpet in there. No, the pocket trumpet is special, man. What you talking about? Can you go you play? Yeah, you better, you better get in shape. Go play. There you go. I ain't trying to get paid. I ain't gonna get paid from that now. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. No, I'm not. I no. It's not gonna. They're not gonna. Work. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. You never know. No. <laughs> That's like playing the lottery. That's playing the lottery. You never know. You never know. You didn't no. read the book. The same no. people who started things at so many Listen, different certain times, you, you have to know when to fold them. Listen, I'm not trying to be a Trump player now. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. How about a photographer? What's going on there? It's very Brooklyn. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. It looks like a Canarsie background shot. You know what? You know what? This is me uh, just maybe being so. Hold on one second, guys. That looks like your memorial picture. Yeah. He was a good man. He was a but nice you know, guy. But, but just, <laughs> he was a very nice guy. Just he to was. ask you guys, as a, I'm, a, I'm a jazz fan. I, I don't know a lot of, I mean, I go every year to New Orleans. But what is the difference? To, I love, we love going to live jazz. Yeah, just to go watch live jazz. We go every year. Like just We go in the off season. But what do you think the difference is? And we can talk about it in the next conversation between New Orleans jazz and New York jazz. Is it like a, do you think that's a fair even comparison to say like New York jazz versus New Orleans jazz, or is it sort of not really regional that way? Well, are you asking which is better, or what's the difference? No, no, I never. Yeah, more like what's the difference, or what's the scene? Like, what do you know? New, what I love about New Orleans, it feels so like you're. It just you're immediately included. You're immediately like welcomed in, and you're mm-hmm. included. I I haven't had much experience with New York jazz, but obviously it's got its own scene, you know. So. Yeah. I guess it's just like what I guess my question would be like, yeah, what's what do you feel is different about it or like just even the flavor of it or like the influences of it. And so maybe it's a, probably a bigger conversation. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know what? I think I need an hour. 
on a jazz yeah. talk. But, yeah, yeah. I love jazz, but I, you know, I, you know. It's, it's, it's once again, it's, it's kind of like comparing, you know, what's better, the, the trumpet or the saxophone? You know? oh, oh, man. I, oh, yeah, it's not what's I better. always thought, I always thought the St. trumpet St. Louis better. rib, the space, Ooh. well, you're, you don't eat pork, but the St. Louis spare rib versus the baby back. Right. It's go. definitely not a what's better question. Although I do love, I found I love the clarinet. I'm a big click when I'm listening and someone kicks in with the clarinet, which is surprising. I haven't heard it in such a long time, but it is a New nice Orleans, sound. man. Oh my God. Yeah. When you're in New Orleans yeah. and I mean, it's just but incredible. Sweet. But you know what? The, the sad you thing know? about, you know, playing the clarinet, it, like if it's your first time hearing it, if someone does a crappy job, you're like, oh my God, I hate the clarinet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I've been very lucky. Yeah. What yeah. about Woody yeah. Allen though? What about him? He plays clarinet, but. I mean, Woody Allen doesn't, he doesn't get down like, <laughs> I know Woody doesn't. Allen. Yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. Does he still do the live shows on the upper Yeah, he's, side, he used to go to the Iridium every Monday. He used to have live jazz, and he used to go to Iridium every Monday and, and sit in with the band. And Until he got charged with uh, dating his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not yeah. like you get there and like rip it like, you know, like Coltrane or you know, Sonny Rollins, you know, you get there, you know, and it, it, he, this is, okay, this is my impression of the audience uh, after listening to a Woody Allen uh, um, solo. <laughs> he did it. That's what, I took. That's what I took from that. Yeah, he did that. That just happened. That was Woody Allen. Yeah, I witnessed yeah, he did that. that. I witnessed All right. That. Yeah, exactly. I, wit- I-, I witnessed that. That occurred. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a Woody Allen show. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's a Woody Allen show. Yeah. That's funny. Good. Good joke. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else got any confessions? What else, Wally? Two profession Talk- time. Another confessions. Wally. Two professions. Any, anything interest anything well you're about to say something so i was yeah you're about well, to confess that thing oh that thing uh, i'm kidding i don't know i just I'm, I my, say, you told you. I, 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 we're trying to turn into like a maury povich or something <laughs> you are not <laughs> yeah you are not the father right <laughs> but you know it, it is you know this this i don't know there's too much time that, that are, are we you know, you get you get into your head and you start thinking way too much. And I, I started to fall into that that world of thinking way too much. And then I started to spiral into you know, kind of like a like a sad place. I didn't I did not like that at all. Mm-hmm. And so I had to do something. I didn't care what it was. I had to do something to kind of just get myself out of that, you know. And so I now I jump on my bike, you know, every day. Um I try to talk to, uh, text someone that I haven't talked to in a while, you know, someone different mm. every day. Just something just get me out of, you know, this, this, whatever this is, man. It is like, is it going to end? When is it going to end? Mm-hmm. It's going to be different. How's it going to be different? You know, sure. you know, and, you know, are we ever going to work again? You know, I work it's in social so different. Animals, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And it's, and it's like really easy to go down that dark, dark, path man and i just didn't like that man it was, yeah and it's almost like easy to do that you know yeah. Yeah, i could identify with that for real you can't do that it's dangerous yeah it's so yeah dangerous. yeah it's very dangerous yeah mm. you know, I'm and alone and i'd be like oh my god it's me and my dogs i'm like i can't take this <laughs> i can't take this i really i can't yeah. it's crazy yeah it it is. It's crazy. And, and no one's been there before no one can tell you no nope. right through it 
Been there, done right. that. Not a soul on the planet. They can't that. say, I've been there. I know the way out. Follow me. Right. Nope. Yeah. Nobody nope. tell you, you that. You go to anybody, they're like, mm-hmm, what'd you get? <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do that one. What are your notes about that? And it's really, you know, and th- you know, when it really hit me is when um, I was watching Cuomo. This is like when it was like really crazy, like in April. And even Cuomo, you can see in his eyes like, yo, I don't know what is going on. <laughs> you know, it's like your governor, and he's like, you know, yeah. he wanted to go home to his mama, and you're like, oh. yep. <laughs> you know, no. it, hit it hit me. That's my true. sister got it. My sister got COVID. That's what it hit me. Oh, me. I'm sorry. Yeah, wow. I was in the hospital, couldn't breathe for oxygen, and I'm like, this is real. Yeah. This wow. is real. And, wow. then, and then my know, grandmother died. I'm like, okay, it's really touching me now. It's not like somebody wow. I heard. Right, right. Her yeah, yeah, this is like, right. Yeah, and that's yeah. what happened to me. In, fi- in yeah. six days, five people that I knew died. Yeah. So, wow. God. You know, including Vic Henley, the comic. Mm. Um, wow. Wow, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. The comic, he was like Ventulquist. He, he died. And then the um, uh, Char- uh, Chario from um, uh, uh, Dangerfield. Um, wow. Oh, yeah, he's a sweet guy. Yeah, he passed oh, away. Oh, my God. Wow. My, do- my dog's wow. vet, who we are crazy about, she died. So, oh, my God. Um, yeah, so five people in six days. And what was really interesting about it, too, was that um, it wasn't COVID-related. Like, you know, they didn't have COVID, but three other people didn't have COVID. But they had other, they had, someone had cancer, someone had um, uh, complications with a... Um, Gastric, gastric, uh, uh, what do you call that when you tie the bypass? The bypass, please. Yeah, yeah. She, was, she was having complications and she, she wanted to make an appointment with the doctor, but the doctor said she had to wait two weeks because of the whole COVID thing. Oh, no. So, yeah, so it's like, it's almost like this, um, what do you call it? The, the, when it's a connected, connected uh, uh, um, situation where, you know, you're, you're sick, but it's not with this virus, but something else, but you got to put that on hold, you know? Cancer. Yeah. Cancer patients are dying because of COVID, not due to COVID. Yeah. Because of COVID. Right. So, so yeah. So then, so then you're like, oh, how do you deal with that, man? And you know, yeah. no, one, no one, no one can tell you or give you advice how to get through that. And so that was happening to me. I started just like just started going down that path, and I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not doing that. I'm good. That's why I don't yeah. want to leave this Zoom chat right now because I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> You feel safe. You feel safe. Right? <laughs> no, look, he's serious. Look at his eyes. I'm scared. Don't leave me now. No, it's like, Don't leave me. <laughs> no, man, that's that's really, that's a big concern for a long time in the beginning yeah. because you didn't want to go out of the house. You didn't want to talk to people. Right. You don't want to be near people. I still you know. don't. I still don't. Trust, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. I don't, want to be, don't come near me coughing. I don't know what you got. Look, I have asthma. I had cancer. Diabetes. Oh my God! I yes, take a chance yeah. with nobody being oh, here. Of course, right. If my dogs yeah. cough, they get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Gotta go. It, you is your know, sister? Is your sister okay now? Is your sister doing all right? Yeah, she's better now. Oh, okay, but good. I, I heard. I didn't tell her though. But I heard that once you have COVID and it attacks your lungs, you're never the same. But I didn't tell her that. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah. I know. I had They're people saying certain that, people. Yeah, so yeah. And then, and I, and I, I guess it, 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 if I get it, I'm gone. I already know. Wow. wow. I'm serious. I'm, I'm asthmatic. Yeah. All day long, I was saying to my, I couldn't breathe. Really? Wow. Yeah, because it's so muggy here. I'm like, I can't breathe. I'm high, you know. That's what you need in New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to take wow. the ass. 
up, wow. liberalizer, all that. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. So wow. yeah, so that's so yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like, I really enjoy these times, like you know, getting and just talking to people because you know, like I said, no one knows, you know, how we can get out of this. And I even posted on um on, on my uh, social media, whatever. I said that this whole pan- this world pandemic proves that there's no such thing as a psychic because <laughs> any, any yeah. psychic would say if there was a true psychic. Hey, hello, yes, thank you. Come on. Would have said, no one would have listened. No one would have listened. No one would have been like the world is shutting down. No one would have listened. No, yeah, no one would have listened. But that comment, but but that that but, but a psychic would have said something and then said, "See, I told you," but they didn't even do that. Right. Yeah, but so, Sam's a Jehovah's Witness, so she's like, "Told you." <laughs> Listen, I'm even gonna go there because it's all written. You only live. You only live in prophecy. That's all we doing. We live in prophecy. Well, let me ask you this, guys: How do you feel about the election? Are you nervous? No, yeah. wonder why I'm nervous. Because what? man cannot dominate man. Man cannot save our problem. This is a spiritual war we fighting here. But if Trump Trump's wins again, instrument. if Trump Trump's wins again, Trump time. Trump days are numbered. How many more days? Tell me. The only Trump, power that Trump, Trump has is what we give him. I, think See, he's I don't like, worry about who's in office. I don't worry about who's doing what because I already know who is king. I already know how it's going to end. But I good think is gonna, good is going to be evil. So we got to go through the I want to believe. So. I want to believe that. I want to believe that. With a father that's a preacher who used to tell me this, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I have my doubts because this guy cheated his way in. Yeah, but and he so could cheat himself in. But think about, but think about is, the think about the bigger picture. But here, I try, I try. But see, because we, we can't. But see, we we can't fight a spiritual warfare. We can't. Who's fighting? It's bigger than us. It's bigger than us. I was Baptist. I was Muslim. I was Protestant. I went to the tent on the corner. You name it. I went in certain religion. But it's it's, all, it's, it's, not, all a, it's all a power thing. All it is is a power thing. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but but we can talk about God, spiritual things, and science. It's that this man has defied the laws. Yeah, well, he's, he's think, defied the laws. I'm afraid that if, if he gets it again, I'm afraid that he will change the law so he can be in again. If he's if he lives, he can't that do that. They'd have to pass it through Congress, and they won't. Well, the Congress. <laughs> so far, so far, on, he's Heather, gotten wait, away Heather, with a lot wait, of Heather's shit. Speaking. Wait, Hold wait, on. Heather's finally speaking. Heather, speak. <laughs> Heather, speak. <laughs> Hold on, hey Heather. Heather. <laughs> Hold on, hey, Heather. Trump's third right. term to get Heather involved. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, God, my... you know You're right. You're right. Oh, uh, she oh, she left. No, 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 Great. No, no, no. Hey, I'm sorry. Come back, Heather. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're in trouble now, y'all. I think of what is it, Heather? All right. What did Wally say? I was going to tell you that, yes, you're right, that it has to go through Congress, but it did happen with Bloomberg. Bloomberg bought his way into a third term. Oh, that's right. That's oh. right. Yeah, but that's, that's the right. state. Mm. You get too many Trumps in. They, they're yeah. doing things they're not supposed to be able to do anyway. He's Trump just, has defied everything. I know. He's, no, he's wait, defied okay, gravity. Here's but, a question. Here's a question. He's defied gravity. How one? How did you feel? How did how do you feel about him um, doing the the uh, national? His doing his first rally on Juneteenth in Tulsa. For, um, in Tulsa, how do you on feel the about that? On the 99th anniversary of Tulsa massacre. 
Yeah, that's nuts. Wow. That's, that's he's, he's making a statement. I mean, that guy's a You know what? He's trying to stop all image is iPhone. Now, now oh, my, this I is think my I phone's spiritual. dying, by the way. This is where I hope spiritual I warfare comes in and just swipes up and cleans that whole fucking town out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mind. If Trump, on that day that Trump is there, if everything is just wiped out completely, that would be fucking great. You know, it, it, seems, it seems to me that more white folks are getting woke. You know, more white folks are kind of like Thank stepping you. up because I think they're, they're starting to see the, the silliness and the, the craziness of what's, what's going on. And yeah. hopefully that momentum keeps going, you know, all the way through November to, and through yeah. November. But, yeah. um, I mean, I can't tell you how many phone calls, emails, text messages I got from my uh, white friends saying, you Okay. I'm there with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. And, and one one text me and says, whatever you need, I'm there for you. And I go, oh, that's really generous of you. And then I asked her to do something. I forgot what it was. Like, uh, um, call me later, something like that. <laughs> I heard from her. Like, <laughs> well, I had one dude that wanted to pay my rent, man. What's his number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Let's pass it around. He's like, hey, man, you know, I feel bad, man. Let me, let me throw but you yeah, some but, rent money. But you know what, though? I mean, you got, if those people who are saying that, you, you got to hold a feature to the fire and say, all right, I appreciate that, but what, are, what else are you doing to, you right. know, to do right. it? You know, because people say it's, there's only, like, they said there's only 3,000 slaves or something, some, some number. Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, only 3% of the country were uh, slave owners. And then I said, well, well, people say, what about the other 97%? How come they didn't step up and say, hey, slavery is bad? So yeah. you're kind of like, if it's, if it's good for you, you know, ain't a problem, why, why mess with it? And so right. I noticed you no, know, a lot true. of my white friends, you know, God bless them. If they're not having the problem, why start one? So no, it's true. It's stepping what, what up. It's really what, stepping up. What, what's the step up? Then what do you, what do you consider the stepping up? Because we were having this discussion the other day. Because there's a lot of um, unwoke white friends are now calling up going, oh, what do I do? I, I only have woke white folks on this show, but I'm saying it's, a, you know, but, but everyone's related to someone going, I just talked to an aunt. I just talked to a cousin. I, what do I say? So what would you there's, guys say? There's, there's a really great up? book. This is a really great book called Fragility, White Fragility um, by Robin D'Angelo. And it's for white folks. It's not for black people. It's for white folks. And it's talking about um, privilege and what it means, and not not to get offended. If you say this, if you say something white that you, you know that you have white privilege, they automatically get like, "What do you mean?" You know, and they want to they want to fight you. But it's just an acknowledgement of you know of of what's what's there before them. And um, a friend of mine, white friend of mine, very rich friend of mine, she um, she you know um, watched the video because of the video. She did a, the Robin D'Angelo did a, did a um, a lecture and she watched some of that lecture. She goes, wow, I never, I never thought of that. I never, I never saw it that way. And I'm like, yeah. So now, now it's your job to go out and tell your other white friends, you know, about what's going on. And I just really and think that. So on and so on and, and so, so on, on and so on. Yeah. You know, I mean, and another thing too, man, and this drives me nuts. People say we got to end racism. You're not going to end racism within a year. You're not going to do that. You got to, you got to fight small battles and that's how you win the war. So first let's start with police brutality. Let's, you know, you know, police reform, police training, first start there. So, you know, have the police respect a human being. doesn't matter what color you are, 
respect the human being. Start there. And then move on to, you know, uh, education. But, like, you know, start dipping battles. People are like, you want to eradicate racism. This country is built on, and it's in the fabric of this country, racism. So you can't, it doesn't work that way. You got to go bit by bit by bit by bit. And that's how you, yeah. that's, all wars are won that way. All wars yeah. are won that way. So, you know, and, and so. And, we, and it's like it started. It started now. It's, it's, yeah. it's. And so it's a matter of now this momentum, this momentum. Yeah. This momentum. Yeah. But see, here's the thing that I'm worried about. The reason why people are, are out protesting because, you know, they're out of work. You know, the, the whole COVID. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, you know, when they start to have these different phases, like phase three and four open up, we're still going to be like, you know, yeah. You're going to see them at the or, bar. They're going to be at the bar the like, check. shit, man, I'm tired now. You're going to give me a well, that's what drink. that's what's happening now. It's like it's lightening up. Well, they said it was lightening up, but then Sunday was like 100,000. So everyone's right. saying it was going to happen on the weekend because we finally opened mm. up in L.A. Right. Uh, today, you know, today was the first day. Yeah, I, I measure it by if Home Goods is open. So it's like we just finally opened up. Home Goods just opened today. But, um. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's what it is. I, I really think that's just, you know, battle by battle, just a, just a little piece, you know, bit by bit by bit. And, you know, you, you, the white friends, whatever, just kind of like just tell them, you know, and even teaching them a little bit about black history. You know, a lot of people don't know about Tulsa. A lot of white folks don't know about Tulsa because it didn't affect them. Rosewood. They don't know. Yeah, about, they don't know the stories. Yeah. You know, and Henry and Alack. They don't know about those things. You know, that, yeah. that you know, the Tuskegee experiment. A lot of people don't know these things that we all know that we kind of like grew up with, like, you know, like our parents and grandparents tell these stories. But, you know, the white folks don't know about it. And like I said before, because it doesn't affect their lives. A white person can go through the ranks, you know, and not meet a black person, someone of color and become the CEO of a company. But anyone of color, they're gonna deal with white folks all the way through. So, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. why, why would you mess up that status quo? Why would you mess that up? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and also, it's also learned, I forgot who the woman was, but she's an African, she was talking about the, um, the African trade and stuff like that and how um, different countries of Africa were looking for help. They say, yeah, you, you know, you ask for help and you get help, but people are not gonna give you the best. They're gonna help you but they're going to hold back their best. So you take advantage of that help and then you run with it because right. you're not, you're not going to get the best from anybody who would do that. Who would give their best or whatever they have if they're asking, someone's asking for help. No one would do that. Right. No, no one would do that. So yeah. So you got to no, be mindful. No, that's true, man. It's, 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 it's like, uh, it, it's so many ways to look at it. Right. And you know, and you, you have to be, your mind has to be open, but you have to be, it has to be an acknowledgement. It's like learning something new. Right. And if you don't, if you don't know, you, you just keep going oblivious. You're just like, okay, it's about me and this is my world. This is how it is. But mm-hmm. when you, when somebody schools you and really puts it into your head and it helps you understand it, I think it changes you. you oh, know? Without yeah. A doubt. yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. But and also too, you know, it, it's an ego thing too because sometimes when you do learn, and we all do it, you know, it's almost you're embarrassed. You know, like, oh God, I didn't, I didn't know that. You know, yeah. and, you know, and so that's you know another thing to deal with your ego. The, you know, a person. Well, the ego, like, something else, right? Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. I I know I got mine. So. Well, Trump is now the expert on um, on race. And it was going to be- 
it just fascinates me how many people like love this man who support this man, you know, and I know I, I I've lost friends. I, I, I thought I have a friend that I, yeah, we, we don't speak anymore, actually. Yeah. I lost mine. <laughs> No, no, I'm having tons of uh, problems with my phone. It's on the verge of dying in this during this conversation. Uh, Is it hooked to your lights? Uh, Here, well, look there. Maya, Maya, my phone's going to die, and my time on, my computer's Maya. busted, and you guys we are having are, conversation. We're so like on like what are we on like an hour twenty? Have. Yeah, oh, we fantastic. Right, I can so hang we, with you guys. We're like an hour and a half. It's 11:30, so it's an hour and a half. No, fam. No, no, but yeah, it's a, it's an hour show. So, but All right. you, you know, know what? Um, Ma- can you guys hear me? Maya, okay, by the way, probably. Yeah. Maya, you'll yeah, figure out. They let you know when it's hot. It, right? They tell you you got ten minutes left. They tell you that. They let you know. They'll tell me you got ten minutes left. I'd like to. Ha- I'd like to have Heather say something because she's saying nothing. Say and Heather is looking. I see Heather like. Ladies and gentlemen, Heather. Come on, come on. What is your Challenge. thought of the day? You know, one thought of the day. Each person give me an inspirational word to, oh. before we... And Heather, you start. No. An inspirational word. This is a word. Oh, this no. is one word. One no. word. One word. <laughs> Thank you, Heather. That was deep. He said inspirational word. Like, she's actually doing it. He said no. He said no. Oh. <laughs> no. There. Next. There's your inspiration. No. Right. Here's your no. damn inspiration. COVID, motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> Say no to COVID, COVID motherfucker. <laughs> Here's your COVID. I got your COVID. Go ahead. You got this. You can do it, Heather. You, you can do it. Yours. Yes. Yeah, the floor is yours. We're putting what? the pressure on you. All the time. Yours. Yours. Um, Our closing statements for the night. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> one word. Give us one word. What's one? All I want is one word. Give me one word. Um. <laughs> <laughs> A little louder, please. No question. <laughs> she's laughing. So she, she listens to all the smart news, too, so she's got a lot that she can add. She's just being... being um, kind and, and letting everyone have the floor. She listens to the smart news. So it's like, you know, the boring stuff, no flash, no opinions. I don't know how people report news like that. Like with all that's going on when they report on Trump, they're like, and the president said today that, and you know, they're reporting something psychotic, but they're able to just speak in that PBS yes. um, yeah. today. Yes. He has decided that he will um, keep all of the Confederates in, in, right. in history and all the statues and say that it is part of our history and it's part of everyone's history. And we need to celebrate that, even though if we were Germany, we'd be with Russian, with, with uh, the uh, Hitler statues in Germany. That's, that's like, it's, and, and, and they're like, yes. And that was uh, what the president had said. And they're like, yep. is there anything else that he said that could be? And it just gets worse and worse. And somebody has the ability to not, turn into a comic or just blab the truth. So that's, that's, that's my, um, my kudos to today. Heather's, the Heather news. Here, the control mine, news. mine is that I, I think after this conversation, we need to have enough faith in humanity that there is enough of us that want to change. That mm. while there is a, a portion that don't, 
care to or don't feel they need to or don't care if they need to um, that there's enough of us that do care about changing that that keeping the faith in our humanity that things will change when it feels hopeless yes thank you one hand clap see thank yes. you thank you there you go I knew, I knew it was in there. We all knew it was in there. A baragani. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about that town in um, Seattle, Washington? They took over the police precinct in the whole area in Seattle, Washington. They took no. it over. Yeah, it was on the news today. Yeah. they went in. The police left the police precinct because they didn't want to confront the protesters. They took over City Hall, the police precinct. They put up barriers all around. Can nobody come in but the people in there partying, eating food, having concerts, TV, everything. I'm not lying. I saw it on the news today. In Seattle? Seattle, yeah. Washington. Seattle yes. got a lot of control. <laughs> yeah, they're out of control. Wow. For real. It's out of wow. control. I got, oh, man. I, I think the cops are now you know, going to real, just, wow. You saw wow. it, right, Heather? Yeah, I saw it yesterday when they talked about yeah. taking it over. Yeah. Yeah, wow. they took yeah, it over. Okay. We can see it now. We can see it. It's like a big old block party. Yeah. <laughs> I know when they were looting here, I wanted, I mean, when I heard about the Rolexes, I had to think twice. What? When they were looting the Rolex. Uh, what? Getting what the Rolex. <laughs> Wait, when was this? You In New York, when they were looting. Where? I mean, when? I mean, on Fifth Avenue. Where? What store whatever? Uh, one of those expensive uh, jewelry shops, the one on Fifth Avenue. They were. Oh, they Fifth were, Avenue, Fifth so, You know that big store over there, the big one. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah they, they, t they took some Rolexes. Yeah. Are you know the the, the Tarano place, the um the, the one on the corner where you have all those uh all the yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Between Madison and uh. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. They hit area I'm, hard. They hit that. I missed. I missed some opportunity, no, man. Don't no, worry, I got you. I got you. Yo, Mo, with your luck, they would have had you on camera. <laughs> I know with my head and everything. The yeah, my hey, that's the your career. Like, I know that my fucking head. His number is. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let's go. Let me. Let's go to his house. I, I know he lives. <laughs> he got a new number now. Mo, it's give up that number. watch. I know. And Mo, you'd be like, "Hey, it's time to answer the door." <laughs> <laughs> give up that watch, man. Give up that watch, brother. Time to go to jail, bro. Wow. <laughs> You're going to lose your job. You're like, damn, is that Mo? God. Exactly. It's exactly. hilarious. Slipping, oh, slipping on, on, on glass like that? What? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> All wow. right, folks. All right, man. Okay. So okay. we're doing your one word. Who's your next, per who's your next select for your, right. for, your one, for your word of the day? Mo. My word for today? Yeah. Is uh, I, I am thankful to uh, be in the presence of greatness. You are. Right. We're like this. Yes. <laughs> okay, uh, Mike. What's your what's your word? What's your? I don't even know if you can you hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mike. You can hear okay, you. Good. I didn't know. My phone. I had all kinds you. of problems. I was trying to. I didn't want to. You can hear out. you. I mean, word is hard because it's one word. It's like. Joy, like, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Pa passion. No, what's your saying? Love. What you want to say? <clears throat> oh, I, pre I appreciate that. That's better than just the word. Yes, I see what you're saying. You're not saying say a word. Mm 
I mean, I love these conversations. I want to say that I really appreciate them. And I, I agree with my, I find them very uh, motivating. And, uh, you know, I love, we talk about so many different things that are, that you don't normally get to talk about with uh, people who are actually intelligent. So I, I really appreciate it. So I think that's, uh, that's really nice. So that, that'll be my final, final word, just how much I appreciate you guys and uh, doing this. It's very cool. Nice. Very cool. Pamela. My words would be, I have a lot of love and a lot of gratitude. Love and gratitude. Oh, that's wonderful. Being that things I went through in my life and things I know and people I've seen went through stuff where we are today. Love got to conquer all. Hmm. I remember Uptown Comedy Club, they were trying to find my essence of who I was. They came up with love. That's all I ever want is love. I want everybody to love each other. It's beautiful. All right. But if you cross me, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's conditional love, but it's love. Maya, Maya, yeah. and then Mr. Collins. What's my word for today? I don't know. I, I guess it's just just pleasure. You guys are fantastic. I mean, uh, and I feel so like it's it's amazing to be safe and be able to like talk about say anything with you guys and 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 you guys are all so um, just creative minds and just always been so supportive and I'm just it's just been and every time I I start to do this I'm a little bit nervous and then Masavi just gave me that I was like well I got some stuff I got Masavi's like no we are moving forward um, so I just I, I support pleasure and and it's just great to see all of you. Is that hokey? And David Edwards, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Sorry. Everyone's going to be like, you got to cut that. You got to cut that. Gotta cut that. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, gonna, I'm coming for you. What was the comment? <laughs> can't help it. You see that? You can't help it. You can't help it. <laughs> All right. You got the closing words, Mr. Collins. Hey, Wolf Fox, right. Maya. Calm down. Right. So I'm, I'm going to do it from, from the book. It's called Take Inventory. Okay. And, um, Instead of me reading it, I'm just going to say it to you. You got to, every once in a while, when you're feeling down, and I actually did this, you got to take inventory of your life. And if you don't think you have anything to be thankful for, you really do. Um, waking up in the morning, able to take a breath, be thankful for that. You know, um, be able to, you're able to see, look out the window, see the, see the sun shining. A lot of folks can't do that. Be thankful for that. But then start thinking about the accomplishments that you've done. You know, um, something you did at work or some, a picture that you made or you made someone smile. Just keep thinking about the things you've done and take inventory that, you know what, that you are on track. Everything's going to be fine. Take a breath. See what's going on and enjoy the day. That's beautiful. I love it. Wow. Yeah, this is. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I love that. I love this book. Say the name of the book again, so we know where to find it and where to find it. It's called the You Never Know Book of Encouragement. All right, uh, Wally Collins. Well, I'll get your I'll get your email, Wally. I'm uh, you got you you, you know I want to get that from you. This, yeah, this me too. Something that I was working with, but we're not showing that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> don't give him no credit. Don't no give him credit. any credit. No, 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 no. We don't do that. No, no we don't do that. No. <laughs> Brooklyn coming out now. <laughs> 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 what? 
you guys. I love you all. Thank you guys all right. so much for being part for of this. And right. Thank you for the platform. Bringing them in and and um and I miss you, Wally. And I miss and, you too. And I you miss you, Savia. Oh, thank right. you. It's because I have a diva light. Right. <laughs> I look like love you guys. Yeah, love you too, man. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.